0: I hear America singing. Hey, it's Matt St. John. And welcome to the I Hear America singing podcast. Telling a story about a psychedelic experience can be a lot like telling somebody about a dream you had. Experiencing flight in a dream and listening to your friend tell you about it are two totally different things. You could try, and most of us do, but often, whether you're dreaming of sitting naked in your 8th grade math class, Hey, look at him. He's naked and he's bad at algebra. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're dreaming of swimming in a pool of ice cream. I mean, it was fun, but I wish it had been vanilla. I totally get that dream experiences are really difficult to put, into, to put words. into words. And in my experience, psychedelic drug stories work that way too. You can tell someone what it was like to see time slow, slow to a about how that one time you and your friends actually figured out the meaning of life. I get life, man. It's all about the trees. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm totally oh, far, really out. far out but when you come down the next day no matter how life changing that moment was it's difficult to put it into words i mean how can you tell a story with a beginning middle and an end when time itself seems to be melting before your very, eyes. very eyes but back in 2017 i heard a story about a psychedelic experience that wasn't confusing in fact It captured the essence of the drug story that I always wanted to tell. But I'll let Rob Kaysen, a software engineer who lives in Oakland, California, take it from here.
1: So I just tried um, acid recently. Um, it, It blew my mind, dude. My buddy gave me some, he gave me three tabs which are 100 micrograms each, I think. Although I think these might have been a little extra potent. They were on little, uh, cute little pieces of paper with cartoons on them. Yeah, so I, I dropped them and then uh, I went outside to uh, just go for a walk around the lake and stop by my sister's house because she lives down the street and feed her cats. Because she was out of town. And so I feed the cats, and then I leave, and <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like, well, I'll take the scenic route. I walk around the lake. Things are kind of, yeah, okay, this is cool. I, I get to uh, one point, and I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I look up. There's a marathon going on on the other side of the lake. I just see, like, this river of people on the street across the lake, and I'm like, hmm, this doesn't feel that comfortable right now. I better keep moving. And so I get to the other side of the lake, and this little girl walks by with the pinkest sleeves I have ever seen. And I say to her, kid, you you got got some great 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 sleeves. sleeves. And her (laughs) mom's like, No. no. And she takes her hand and walks away. And then I look up, and my mind gets blown that very (laughs) instant. i never experienced reality shatter like it did. Time dilated in such a way that, like, it almost came to a standstill, man. Like, I've experienced time speed up. So I'm having fun, you know, time flies. In this case, like, the geese were like... And cars were like... Like, 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 like. Because at that point, I started to realize that all of this, this whole life, this whole thing that I've construed in my mind has just been in my mind. Like everything external to me is just something that I process and create in my mind because I was seeing something that I didn't believe could be possible and I saw it. I saw it. I, at that point, was like, I need to get the hell home <laughs> because this is this is too much. This is more than I bargained for. So I start walking, and the world stretches out in front of me. I feel like I'm making no progress whatsoever. I feel like I'm walking like a mile to get across the park, which is maybe 50 feet. When I finally get home, I just, like, throw myself down on my Yogi Bo beanbag chair, which is amazing, and close my eyes and just go for, like, this wild sci- psychedelic ride. I mean, it was, it was far out, man. And when I finally came to, like, I mean, I had another 12 hours of just, like, Experiencing this world in a new light. 12 12 hours? Yeah, it lasted forever, man. Like, I really experienced creating my world. um, And realized that this whole life is just a manifestation of what's going on in our minds. And that I can do anything I want in my life because I can create it, because I'm already creating it. I had a love affair with this painting of a tiger on my wall. I mean, she was beautiful, and she felt like this beautiful, exotic woman. Basically, it looked like this half-woman, half-tiger, and uh, we danced. What do you mean you danced? Like, you closed your eyes and in your mind you were dancing, or
0: like you were standing up and dancing, and you were thinking that... She was dancing with you. Did, was there movement?
1: Yeah, I was. I I was like standing uh, next to the painting on the wall and dancing like back and forth with my hand like on the wall as if it was holding her hand or something.
0: <laughs> well, so how long? How long would you say the tiger situation happened?
1: Uh, God, you know it's so hard to tell. Like. Time just becomes, um, really hard to comprehend. Could
0: you see anything, like, like, did you hallucinate?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. I looked in the mirror, and my face became, like, half tiger. It looked like, um, one of those blue people in, uh, that, that, um... Jim Cameron movie about the tall blue people uh, Avatar.
0: Oh yeah 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 yeah. J- yeah yeah James Cameron.
1: Yeah 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 I had I had um, Avatar face man. It was crazy. I was like this lion in the mirror. And I could see it. I could see it with my eyes. And then my face started coming apart in pieces in the mirror. Like floating, like I was in space and there was no gravity and like, the pieces of my face started to split and like move in different directions. And I used my, the will My my willpower to like pull them back together with my mind, and that was another um, thing that convinced me that you know I I have the power to control my life and this reality. Well,
0: and it sounds like it was a pretty positive experience.
1: It was one of the most positive experiences of my life. There was one bad part. I, first of all, was in virtual reality, which was amazing. I was in uh, this app called Tilt Brush, which is like, if you can imagine MS Paint when Windows came out, this is like the MS Paint of virtual reality. You go into a space and you can paint in three dimensions and walk around your painting. It's incredible. I pull off the headset because I need to take a number two. And I run into the bathroom, sitting there. All of the sudden, like, the whole room became, like, this really dank, dark, like, shitty motel room scene. And, And I looked down at my legs, and they were all scrawny and, like, I, I just felt like this, like, scrawny uh, drug addict. And, and it felt very, um, very gross and dirty and kind of wicked. And, and like, I, I had been doing, like, heroin, like I had been on a heroin bender or something. But it wasn't that bad because I realized that it was just an effect of the drug and that, you know, this is, this is just another side, you know. We experience this range and life is, is crests and valleys and this was just a valley and so like I just kind of took it in and observed it and was almost amused by it even though like the feeling was like really weird and creepy and what do you think what do you think that meant like when you look back on it there are two sides to every coin and that it's important to recognize them as the coin and not identify yourself with the coin. Like you're not the coin. You're not. You're not the uh, the like nasty drug addict stereotype that you see in a movie. And you're not. Um, you know, you're not like this god thing that has a tiger girlfriend. <laughs> you know, you're you just. You're kind of along for the ride. But you are all of those things at the same time. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I I wonder if anybody anybody has said that and then, like,
0: figured it out after a couple times. Like, I know what the tiger meant. The I Hear America Singing Podcast is written and produced by me, Matt St. John. I did all the music too. Songs that were sampled include Cans, Vitamin C, and Autumn Leaves by Edith Piaf. Thanks, Rob Kaysen, for the story and the inspiration. Check out his art and other projects on Instagram at MrRoboMan. If you like what you hear, follow me on Instagram at I hear America Podcast, or check in with me at MattSaintJohn/podcast.net.